Please take the third exit on the roundabout. It's roundabout. Correct. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Online Friends Simulator, because everyone can use a friend, even online. I am Francis, a.k.a. The Other Guy. I am that uh, friendly voice <laughs> who doesn't seem to know what he's saying sometimes. Uh, that's here to help um, let you know you're not alone in this increasingly weird and uncertain world. How are you doing? Welcome. Hope you're doing all right. As uh, we continue to barrel forward through 2021, as we continue to barrel forward into uh, increasingly more, um, I guess, more normalcy again, a word that I'm going to be using a lot lately because... I'm seeing the, seeing the hesitancy in, in people, uh, it, well, my friends at least, but not in the general public because, man, oh, man, were people out for <laughs> this past weekend. They were like, I need to be out there. I need to be having fun. I need to be going to the park, to the mall, to the movies. Uh, it's, it's pretty crazy. So uh, more power to them, though. Yeah. All good. Uh, I understand. <laughs> you know, we want... Some of the boring stuff. I don't want to say boring because it really isn't boring, but we want some of that normalcy again uh, that we've been missing for so long. And people are getting together, more people are going to parties, more people are, are seeing each other, more people are traveling. Um, it's a good time for a lot of folks. So I'm very happy that more and more people are just kind of doing their thing to to gain some sanity after such a long period of of what felt like sheer insanity. Uh, Right at the top, you heard more from that TomTom commercial that I just absolutely adore. Uh, I I love that James Earl Jones came back. And I know Frank Oz, I believe, did um, some Yoda stuff, but I didn't find the Yoda stuff. The Yoda stuff is more visual than it is audio. While... um, uh, the James Earl Jones stuff is a lot more audio. The roundabout. Correct. Or right. Uh, whatever. I don't remember what he said. But anyway. Um, hi. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about, I think. Um, or maybe not. I don't know. The world is weird. I'm in a weird mood. Um... Mostly because I, I'm doing this pretty late at night, as per usual. I'm both awake and not awake at the same time. Like, I'm tired, but not tired. It's it's just a real, really weird phenomenon. I think you guys understand. Um, but yeah, just, I don't know. I felt like I needed to do an episode, not only because I'm supposed to do this once a week, <laughs> but also I just... Again, I know the internet is not uh, a fair representation of the rest of the world, but boy, does it make me feel like... Like... <sighs> It almost feels, I don't want to say hopeless, even though that's the word that comes to mind when I look at the internet, when I look at what's going on online. My only thought is, my God, how hopeless does it look for friendships again, you know? It's so strange that people are just trying 
so hard to alienate each other, to to make each other feel inferior or whatever it is. Because if you if if you ever look at stuff online, people just refuse to to compromise, not even compromise, but just to listen in general. You see the uh, interactions between what I think are reasonable human beings, reasonable adults, and all they do is try to one up each other. It's it's bickering. It's look how much. Uh, smarter I am because I have this bit of information that you missed out on or look at you, you're an idiot. It's like, it's name calling, it's one-upmanship, it's self-righteousness and it's annoying. And it almost, it's almost like, to me personally, it's like a knife to the heart because I'm a weird, you know, I'm a weird optimist. Like, I believe in people. I believe, for the most part, that people will do good things for each other. We'll do the right thing for each other, no matter what. That we see each other as human beings, that we see each other as people. And then (laughs) I go online and my hope in humanity is robbed by those who obviously don't give to rat turds about each other and you know threaten each other and wouldn't like just ah it's it's like just even in the face of truth even in the face of facts which is like again another thing that's just so wishy-washy right like everyone has their own set of facts everyone has their own version of the truth and it's just like you see it online it's just like i can't no matter how reasonable somebody is when they're when a person is trying to be reasonable and not rock the boat and is trying to just be like look I, this is uh, these are the facts these are the information this is where i got it from there you know this is this this and this and the person just returns and retorts with like well you're a da, da, da. you're a snotty pants or you're a, a a poopy shoes or something and they give terrible just you know, childish insults, and it's 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 disheartening. To tell you the truth, it's just frankly disheartening. And I don't know. Like, I don't know what to tell people on here, because you know, most of me wants to say. Well, be bigger than those people. Be better, right? Don't just blindly move forward. Blindly accept people, people's, uh, you know, um, truths or opinions or whatever. Just don't, don't just do, do, you know, do your own research. Look it up. You know, think about, you know, uh, challenge your own ideas. Challenge your own thoughts. Like that's that's how you make good acquaintances and good friends are people who lift each other up through challenges through but 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 not to to belittle you in any way but to make you smarter or to make you more knowledgeable or to make you think more critically like i feel like that's those are good people right they aren't doing it to be malicious they're the people who who challenge you to be a, a better person than you are 
to look at the world not just through rose-colored glasses, but through 3D lenses, through 3D, those cool 3D glasses with the red and blue, right? And and you can see things as they are, not in a 2D picture, but in a 3D picture. You get to see everything. And I think that when it comes to politics, pop culture, um, science, whatever it is, Video games, movies, television shows, uh, books, uh, everyday life, how we should live our lives. Like everyone has an opinion. <laughs> everyone has an idea. And everyone has an insult. If you make a choice, which apparently we don't, we're not allowed to do anymore. We have to do whatever somebody else tells us to do. Okay, fine. <laughs> but like whenever you make a choice and it doesn't fit into a particular, you know, status quo or something or it doesn't fit into a particular box you're insulted you're you're berated and it's like why you know we're all human beings right we're all people and yet that's what you see and i know that happens in real life and like not just online but in person as well and I, I haven't seen it personally thank goodness but i've heard anecdotes and you know second and, and uh second and the third person accounts i guess and whether they're true or not, I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, why wouldn't it be? <laughs> I don't know. This, maybe this is me being naive. But all I know is, is that if it's happening to some degree online, there must be some degree of it happening offline. And it makes it difficult to do a thing like this where I'm, like, encouraging people to go out and make friends. And look, you don't have to make a ton of friends. You don't even have to make fun friends. You can be by yourself. That's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with writing life solo. Okay? This is for the people who want it, who are looking for it, who are seeking it out, who are like, I feel alone. Or I feel like I am, you know, adrift. And I could use some companionship. I can use someone to listen to my woes or someone whom I can listen to their woes. If I'm talking to you. If that's you then my advice is to keep that open mind, to, to, to challenge, to all that. So everything I just said, you know. And it's tough because, again, not many people want to be challenged. Which comes to the topic of this stuff today. All right, I'll play the second uh, little soundbite because I love it so much. Now I have to find new soundbites because I played them. I played all five of the ones that I downloaded recently, so... Oh, I should probably put the volume up on the actual sound thing so you can hear what they're saying. But here we go. Round a bound. You know what? Let's move forward. That's fine. Silence. Round a bound. <laughs> Love that. Oh, man. Okay. So today we're talking about personal responsibility. Um... I don't know if you noticed it. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. But it seems like there's a trend of people who prefer to blame everything else but themselves for the things that happen in their lives. Now, mind you, look, I understand there's some things that are out of our control. I mean, obviously, natural disasters, um, other people we don't have control over. We only have control over ourselves. But that also means that if something bad happens 
and we don't pick ourselves up from it, or if we if something good happens and we don't take advantage of it, we have no one to blame but ourselves. But oftentimes I feel, and I do this too, don't get me wrong, I'm also a, a uh, culprit to this type of mentality. But oftentimes I will excuse a thing that either an opportunity missed or a failure that happened to like, well, such is life, right? Or, oh, well, um, better luck next time. You know, I kind of just brush it off as opposed to using it as a learning experience, right? So uh, not always, but I do it. Of course I do it. Why not? For instance, I feel like I'm doing this wrong with the personal responsibility thing, but I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to keep going anyway, because I uh, might as well, right? <laughs> Whole hog. Let's do this. <laughs> um, so. What happens, okay, um, how do I put this? We, when we fail, like, okay, oh, geez, I'm so, like, I, I'm, too many thoughts are going through my head. Because uh, I'm thinking of school, for instance. I, you know, I went to college, I went to high school and college, and, and, and you know, I, was very good at fooling people into thinking I was a very smart person. Now, mind you, I was very lazy. I've been lazy all my life. I'm a lazy person. It's a terrible trait. Um, I, I take full responsibility for the fact that my laziness has put me in a position where I'm not succeeding in a way that I should. Um, I'm not, you know, wealthy. Um, I'm not, you know, I don't own a home. Um, I don't, um, own stocks. I don't have a portfolio. I don't, I'm not what someone my age should probably be at, at my age. And, you know, I could easily blame the economy. I can blame, you know, the former president. I can blame any, all this other stuff. When really, it's because I've been lazy. Um, I get comfortable. I get content. Comfort and content, your worst enemies, right? You only can move, um, you can only, um, I was going to say you can only rise up the ranks, but that's not really the, the term I'm looking for. You can, you need to challenge yourself. Just, the, just like that when I said you need to find people who challenge you, you need to challenge yourself, I think. Uh, because that's the only way you grow as a human being. That's the only way you develop as a person is if you provide yourself situations and people around you that, you know, uh, build you up mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, otherwise, you're stagnant. And yeah, it's nice when you're stagnant. It's comfortable. But what do stagnant things do? They don't go anywhere. Now, mind you, look, there's, and here's the worst part, is I actually don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, if that's kind of your contentment in life and you don't really want to accomplish anything outside of what you consider success, like, for again, for me, success is um, experiencing life um, with someone else of whom I can share that life with. That's my version of success. Monetary success has never been a version of success for me. Um, 
it's all about experiences. I, I mean, that's why I foolishly took up psychology as a, as a major, because I was all about the mind. I was about what people think and how they think and why they do the things they do. And, and that's the stuff that fascinates me. And that's the stuff that motivates me and keeps me going. It's like, why do people do the things that they do? Why do they get angry when this happens? Why do people have, uh, why are people fanatics of sports teams? I, do, I still don't understand that. Uh, what is, you know, what is the, uh, the, the basis of road rage? Like, you know, I thought about that stuff. I, I thought about it and like, what, what is, you know, what is love? Baby don't hurt me. Um, what is hate? What is all this stuff? You know, I wanted to really kind of unravel the human mind. And so I took up, uh, you know, I took up a, 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 a profession that would not unless i kept going wasn't going to get me anywhere you know but then that's what also what helps me define my version of success you know i don't have to be a millionaire i don't have to be rich my wealth comes from the people around me my friends my family my girlfriend like those are the things that i value the most I could have been, I could be the richest person in the world with like the most accomplished, I could be the most accomplished podcaster out there. I could be the most um, renowned voice actor. But if I don't have those connections, then to me, that stuff is kind of meaningless because I was, you know, I had that kind of stuff in front of me and it just wasn't, you know, important enough. Well, it was. That's why I did it. But I understand. I take personal responsibility for those things. I don't blame anyone but me for any issues or problems or things that happen in my life. I never blame anything else because I could have done something easily. And you're going to be like, what? No, I can't. What what if I get fired from my job because of, you know, lack of work, you know, lack of projects, which happened to me. I was unemployed for a long time because I was where I worked for a company that ran out of projects to, to keep me employed. And I was unemployed and it destroyed my life. But you know what I could have done that I didn't do? Gone back to school or picked up a trade or learned, you know, a, a new thing on my own. Self-teach myself. I'm capable. I self-teach myself stuff all the time, but I didn't because I was lazy and I was stupid. I'm like everything you shouldn't be. <laughs> And that's my point. It's like I see it every day. It's, you know, why, you know, uh, why aren't you this? Okay, this is going to be controversial. I I don't care if it's controversial. I'll say, I'll I'll talk about this. It's controversial. But for instance, you know, people are blaming different reasons for why people aren't going back to work. You know, I see a lot of for, you know, uh, hiring signs all through my city. Um, I see on Twitter quite a bit that that uh, places are short staffed, and uh, the excuse is often, "Well, did, you know, company doesn't pay me enough," or "Why would I go back to working at a fast, you know, fast food or a restaurant because well, they're just not going to pay me enough." Okay, great, great, great. That's fine. I understand that. Cool. But then, what are you doing to better yourself? Are you just waiting for restaurants to pay a, a wage that that you're comfortable with? Or are you going to make yourself a better human being by learning 
something new or and you'll be or, or whatever or, or taking up a trade and, you'll, and and I can hear it now. People will be like, "Well, no, well, I I need a job to be able to do that." Oh, okay. There's a lot of jobs that aren't restaurants, right? I mean, there's a lot of jobs right now. Apparently, look at the job report. You know, there's this expectation of like all these people hiring new guy, new people, and it's like, well, no, I don't want to because of this, because of that. Okay, what are you doing about it to make it different? What are you doing about it to change it? Instead of except for not doing it, right? Except for not accepting a job because you think it doesn't pay well. What are you personally doing to make sure that you can find one that you do feel pays well? And I feel, sure, there's a lot of excuses we can make. I make a lot of excuses all the time. Again, I'm the person you shouldn't be. I'm a do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do kind of person, right? I don't have to get in front of this mic, for instance. You know, I could be playing video games or watching YouTube or sleeping even. But I decide to go on here and put my voice out there and say something controversial like, well, yeah, you're not working. Why? Some people think you're lazy. Are you? Well, no, I just want to. Well, why are you waiting? That's a that's a terrible answer. Why don't you want to do? Why don't you want to contribute to the society that you live in? Why don't you want to make the world that you live in better? In any way, it doesn't have to be huge. You don't have to be like, I got to volunteer all over the place. I got to go and build houses and I got to go and do- no, I'm just saying like, you don't have to make the world better. How are you making your own life better? And the twist of that is it's okay if you don't want to. It's perfectly fine if you don't want to make your life better. It's perfectly fine if you don't want to make the world better or society better. There's no obligation. People tell will say you have an obligation. Sure. I mean, you know, if you can respect yourself in the morning, even though maybe other people won't, that's up to you. I don't, I don't know if anyone respects me. Okay, and it's fine if nobody respects me. I feel like I have friends who respect me. I have a girlfriend who respects me. I have people in my life who respect me. Maybe not many. But I have some. That's what I care about. But I feel like we've gotten just to the point where just make excuses. We just make excuses about everything. Everything is someone else's fault or everything is like, oh, it's, it's the government. It's society. It's the president. It's the, it's this, it's that. It's, and though that might be true. And though maybe we are living in a world where, you know what, maybe we just need handouts like we've been getting. I don't know. That's another reason. That's a, I've been told. I didn't even know this. But I was told. I was like, yeah, I, I told somebody. I'm like, you know, I notice a lot of people, have, like a lot of, of um, for higher signs, like all through the city. Like, it's so weird. Like. I guess the world is coming back to normal. I thought it was a positive thing. Like, great. People want to get back to work. Places want to bring people back to work. And you know what this person said to me? They said, 
oh no, they don't want to go back to work because their unemployment is awesome. They want to stay lazy. They don't want to contribute. You know, they don't want to add anything to the world. Even if it's a restaurant, even if it's as a, as a waiter, you're adding some value to somebody. You're providing a service. Everyone is providing something. And I, and I look, again, every person's situation is different. You got to do you, but I get it. Like, yeah, this person was like, was a little incredulous to the idea. It's like, why wouldn't they want to, like, it's, they're just getting the handout. They're just getting padded and nobody cares. And like, why would they want to? Add to the to what's around them. Why would they care? They'll just. It's better to. It's easier to take. It's easier to take than to add on. It's easier to subtract from the world than to add on. Because what are they doing, right? What are people doing? Same thing with the return from masks, for instance. Right, returning to a world where it was pre twenty twenty. And people are afraid, people are scared, people are, don't want, you know, they, they don't want to have the responsibility of other people's lives on their hands. So we live in fear. I took the vaccine, I'm vaccinated, you know, I am an at-risk person. I didn't want to, I didn't want to die. <laughs> I don't want other people around me to die. Sure. And so I took it knowing to take my own personal responsibility to make sure that I'm okay and the people around me are okay. And again, I understand. And again, you know, forget about the virus as a, the 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 the, uh, the concept of whether it's survivable. Blah blah blah. Who cares? I mean, that's fine. Whatever. Uh, people argue that all for days. But how long are we going to be afraid before we? want to I mean I I guess you're okay to live in fear forever right be an agoraphobe and just stay at home all the time but I think the general public is ready to go back to normal so when are we as people going to kind of step past that barrier and kind of go there I don't know I I mean I'm I'm not trying to tell you what to do I'm just saying like I don't understand I'm not here to tell anyone what to do. I'm not saying you have to find a job. I'm not saying you have to better yourself. I don't say, I'm not saying any of that. You can do whatever the hell you want to do. Again, it's whether or not you can live with yourself. It's whether or not you can define your success that way. Like, if you can wake up every day proud of where you are and happy where you are, then great. If you feel like you can do better, then what's stopping you from doing better? What are the barriers? What are the hurdles that are in front of you? And why are you afraid to jump them? Or even, hell, walk around them. <laughs> like, what's stopping you? And I've already told you mine. I, I mean, again, I am a, I'm a person who is wholeheartedly right now telling you, do as I say, not as I do. Because, I'm, I mean, some people, I'm also pretty hard on myself. <laughs> I'm... 
I, I, I get I, 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 people who have seen, you know, third party people, people outside of me have said some pretty positive things about my accomplishments, but I, I don't know if they're accomplishments or not. I don't know what an accomplishment is. Again, no one listens. Like, this is a podcast where I appreciate that no one listens to. I appreciate that. I understand that. I'm not upset. I'm not angry. I'm not sad. This is for people who stumble upon it at some point or another, maybe now or in the future, and they get hopefully get something out of it or hate it and want me to never talk into this thing again, which I'm perfectly fine with as well. I, I have a Patreon p- tier of like a thousand dollars a month. If you want to pay me a thousand bucks a month to never podcast again, oh, there you go, you got me. <laughs> I won't podcast. I'll I'll never put on another podcast as long as that uh, Patreon tier exists. So. Um, I don't know if I did that. Did I keep it up? I don't know. I know I put it up as a joke, but um, if it's still up there, go for it. <laughs> I don't mind. But that's the point, right? Like that's the, that's the point. Is like in the end, you have to live with you. You know whether it's um, you know whether it's beca- uh, whether it's looking for love or you know looking you know looking for friendship or looking for companionship. That's all on you. It's, that's all that's all on you to 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 find um I could show you you know again you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink and when are we going to stop blaming everyone else but us? We have that power we control how we react to things, we control how we treat people we can we control that even if you're like the worst human being in the world, hateful, bigoted, racist human being in the world. You know that doesn't fly. So what's stopping you from being better? What's stopping you from treating people like human beings and not like trash? What stops you? Well, you do. In the end, the vast majority of things, I'm not saying everything. Again, some things are out of our control. I'm not, I, I, can't, I can't deny that. But I feel like the vast majority of things are actually within our control. I don't have to eat as much as I do, but I do because I like food. I could exercise, but I don't because I'm lazy. Um, I could do more shows like this, but I don't because I want to spend time with other people. You know, I have a friend of mine who like is always wanting me to play video games with them. And I'm just like, I don't, I, I, I don't have time. I want to be doing other things. And I like the, I like this person. Like, I like spending time with this person. I'm just not in, you know, I just, I just, I can't, I, I don't, my, my priorities are all out of whack and weird, right? Like, my priorities are very different in which I want to, you know, do other things. So I, you know, that's the other thing. What are your priorities? So much stuff. But in the end, when it comes to friendships and finding like-minded people, what's stopping you? You know, if it's introversion, 100% get it. I don't talk to anybody when I'm at conventions. <laughs> I totally understand. I don't talk to anyone when I'm out and about unless I'm ordering something from them. Uh, I, I don't talk to strangers. That's not something I do. So I get it. But that's, you know, but on occasion, I, I jump that hurdle and I will talk to somebody and I'll make a friend or I'll make an acquaintance. Hopefully you'll find that opportunity to jump that hurdle and, and, and do the same. Anyway, 
Did I make, I don't even know if, I don't even know if I made a point. <laughs> I never know. This thing, this whole online friend simulator thing is, is glitchy and weird and wrong and it just doesn't make any sense. And believe me, I understand it really doesn't make any sense. Um, but I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Let's get into comments. This is going to take like the other half of, of the simulator because you know how it goes. You know what, how, how it is. Um, we're going to start with um, reverse order here because I believe, yeah, what, this one came earlier. <clears throat> All right. Oh, Anthony, I have so much to say to you because I did, I did read some of this. Um, Okay, so according to mentalhealth.net, anger is a basic human emotion that is experienced by all people, typically triggered by an emotional hurt. Anger is usually experienced as an unpleasant feeling that occurs when we think that we have been injured, mistreated, opposed in our long-held views, or when we are faced with obstacles that keep us from attaining personal goals. Okay. You also said in the podcast about this topic is the outward expression toward things you can't control. So in my situations, I feel I have every right to feel my anger, wrath, and my angst, and even my rage. I'm angry at my health, even though I'm doing everything to, in my control and some out of my control, and that I am taking control of my diabetes and other health situations that I deal with. I get frustrated, agitated, and angered by my diabetes, everything about around it, but I'm controlling it. I'm still angry. I'm angry at my awkwardness, but I am doing my best to control it. I am being social as much as I can. I do meet people every day, virtually, through all kinds of social media, even though super geeked up and haps, I do get to meet someone. Even I get to say hi and have small talk of some kind. I am taking control, but I still get angry because I'm socially awkward and I hate the feeling of awkwardness. I still, I'm still angry. Now, with my family and friends situations, I don't feel like I'm in control. I'm angry, upset. I'm sorry, family and family situations, not friends, family and family situations. I don't feel like I'm in control. I'm angry, upset, worried, frustrated, agitated, because in many cases, I don't feel like I have any control or much less allowed to show my feelings or give my input. In many ways, I feel like Howard Beale from Network. I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. My life has value. So in my frustration... In my rage and in my anger, I'm taking my life back, little by little. I'm controlling my health. I'm getting better spiritually. I'm pushing myself to be loving and social person, even if no one really cares. I know I'm making a difference, and that's all that matters. In many ways, my anger is driving force for me to be a better person. It drives me. It pushes me. It shows me that I can be a better person, despite that I want to show my inner rage and vengeance. I honestly hope this makes sense, and sometimes to me it doesn't. Uh... I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you feel that way, Anthony. I really do. Um, and I understand. I mean, I had a full year and a half of anger and rage, but it was over things I really couldn't control. So that's kind of where I got that from. Also, even from that definition, yeah, it, it can be triggered by an emotional hurt. But you get to decide what you do with that. All of those things that 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 that, that the definition gives, you have a choice. Um, if you feel hurt, mistreated, opposed to uh, your long or faced what, uh, or faced with obstacles that keep us from attaining personal goals, like what are you, what do you do then when you experience these things? If the only answer is anger, well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry you feel that way. <clears throat> It's a terrible feeling to have, I think. I don't like anger. I, I think anger is, is, is a very um, 
I mean, it seems to be helping you, which is awesome. But to me, I feel like to me personally, and I'm saying this personally, right? To me, it's a, to me personally, it's a debilitating emotion. It's probably why I don't feel it that often because I feel like I don't accomplish anything when I'm angry. Um, because then I look at the the obstacle in my way, and instead of trying to overcome the obstacle, I just get angry at it, and therefore I go nowhere. Or if somebody, if I feel mistreated, instead of just saying, "Well, okay." Goodbye. I just get angry at the person, which I don't know what that accomplishes. Um. So, but again, I understand. Like, I, I mean, you know, if that's the emotion that you go to, and if you feel it helps, then it helps you. I'm not here to tell you what it does and doesn't do. Um. But for me personally, you know, uh, like with my like, I have health problems, right? I have help. I don't talk about it very often because it's just not something I care to share really, but I have, I have a ton of different health problems. I've had them all my life. Now I'm willing to talk about the weird, awkward ones because those are funny, but I have stuff that like, if I don't keep it under control, I can like die. <laughs> right. And they're there and I'm managing it, you know, in the best way possible. So I, but yeah, I understand the frustration. Like it's, it's, it's difficult, like, especially since, you know, getting diagnosed with it, it was a very long and arduous process. Doctors didn't really know what was going on. It was really frustrating, but I get it. You're angry. I hope you find, I mean, you're a religious person, but does you know, what does the Bible say about anger? You know, what does, what does God say about anger? Um, I know Psychologically, it's not healthy, but again, I'm not you. I just hope that you find the peace that you're looking for, and I hope that you find – I hope it is helping. I hope it is doing something positive for you. I, 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 I hope it is motivating you to be better. I, I don't know personally. I mean luckily you don't you know luckily I don't see anger like all through the internet or anything, so that's good like that's awesome um but I'm very grateful that you express yourself here and you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable on 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 the comment section of the show so I appreciate that i i just i really just hope that you you yeah that you find that that you find value in you and that you don't seek value from other people. I hope that you can find the value in yourself from you um uh, because unfortunately, I don't. You know, it, it, it's very difficult for other people or for anyone really outside of yourself to 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 provide that. That's a, that's a very that's a very heavy task and a very very heavy burden for in for other people to 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 give you your value. And that's something, unfortunately, that I feel personally feel that it has to come from within. Um. I don't know. I just, you know, I'm worried about you, man. Like, I hope that you're okay. And I, I, um, I know that life is difficult in general. Life is difficult and sometimes more difficult for others. Sometimes way more difficult for others. Um, and and like I said, I just hope you find, you know, the peace and the guidance that you need to, to kind of get through it and, to find what makes your, what you find in your own life as success or as joy or as happiness. I hope you find happiness because I think happiness definitely trumps anger and I hope you find it. I really do. 
So, um, yeah. Uh, love to hear your thoughts on what I just said. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, I'm not here to tell you what to do or do anything. This is just personally for me what I feel about. Like, if, if I were in those situations, that's how I would react. Like, you know. Um, I, uh, yeah. I, I just just take my, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't, I don't want to get too deep into it because I'm not here to, again, I'm not here to rock any boats. Um, other than again, just to provide help and to provide, uh, you know, an ear if, if possible. Um, all right. Uh, here we go. Uh, right. Calicoast listening on the 3rd of June. I was looking forward to this at the end of the last week before Memorial day, but did not see it come up. So only I'm now listening to it now a day before the 32nd anniversary of the, Oh, the twin. Geez. You always have to bring up this, the tough stuff, man, uh, of the Tiananmen square massacre, uh, the 70th anniversary of the battle of the midway of midway and the 77th anniversary of operation overlord. Good to hear you're more rested. The medical effects of sleep deprivation are well documented. Documented, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I get. It. You know what, man? I, as much as I say I'm getting a little more sleep, it, it's not. It's not continuous sleep. I wake up a lot at night. It's not. I just. I don't have continuous sleep. Um, you do sound more chipper than in more recent pre- recent previous episodes. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm good. <laughs> I think now that I don't talk about like what's going on in my life, I feel like yeah, I can kind of just express it in my in my voice. Like yeah, things are good. Uh, there are uh, there are different forms of strength. There is also resilience, fortitude, perseverance, which can be seen as different forms of defensive strength as compared to an offensive strength. Uh, on Jackie Chan, I too enjoyed watching his movies. Unfortunately, but undeniably, understandably, to save his son from execution, he was t- has taken. An apologetic, supportive attitude towards the, you always got to bring up all the uh, man uh, towards the Chinese Communist Party. The motivation is coming from a good place, parenting, defending his son, parent defending, but it also is a weakness of kowtowing to a party that's bullying, killing towards many groups. Unlike his on-screen character standing up to bully antagonist, the demands of being a supportive parent had led to him defending the, an antagonist. Your family being called monkeys, that is straight up racist, being referred to as a sl- lower evolution primate species. This dishumanization of the ring can be seen in historic records concerning the Moro Rebellion, among other things. Yeah, that was pretty rough for me uh, when I heard that as a kid. <laughs> How did you cope, recover from your divorce? What mistakes were made in the process? What hard-earned le- lessons from the process can you impart to others in, in the chance that others may go through touch such events in their lives can avoid those harder periods you experience to heirs to be human to be human is to be fallible no one is perfect we're all flawed it is said not sure who said it the maturity uh, is not being rules by ruled by one's emotions so that fictional vulcans are the most mature but even them they eventually express their emotions um hastening their deaths as seen in the final days of the character sarek even though he lived to be like 200 some years old or something like that who are your favorite comedians? How does that, uh, how does what you do compare to the live performance nature of stand up comedy? Would you attempt an open mic stand up comedy block? If so, let us know. We'll be there to support you. Oh, uh, is disappearance removing necessary for, uh, when persons can be throttled or shadow banned? Life is about the struggle against obscurity, the expenditure of energy to fight entropy, to be more than dust in the winds of time. With the restrictions begin to lift, I look forward to being able to break bread with our significant others and yourself. Maybe make a podcast episode out of it. Thanks again for another episode. Okay. That's a lot of stuff. Okay. Uh, I'm going to answer the questions, actually, because there's some really good questions and probably make an entirely good episode. Um, 
what did I, what mistakes were made in the pro, what did I, how did I cope with the divorce? Um, I didn't for a very long time. Um, the divorce was hard. Uh, I was with this person for seven years and she was my everything. Um, I mean, she meant the world to me and I failed her at the end. Uh, I, I, it was not only me feeling like, like I messed up, but I also, not only did I fail myself, but I also failed her, which is a double whammy. Uh, also my, something I didn't know at the time, but I mean, I was suffering from depression as well. I mean, which is which is which is a valid excuse i mean men, mental health is a thing right mental illness is a thing and i had it and i have it um some things help some things don't uh at the time it was exponentially bad i was in a really terrible place um and the mistakes i made was not seeking help well, no, no, well, that's not true, even. <laughs> I did seek help, but this was, this was after the fact. Like, I was seeing a psychiatrist while I was homeless, uh, weirdly enough. Um, I was seeking therapy, and that's what helped, but I didn't have therapy beforehand. And I allowed anger, and I allowed hate, and I allowed suffering to take. <laughs> yes, Yoda. Mmm. <laughs> Uh, so all that stuff kind of accumulated into, you know, I, you know, me uh, doing some pretty heinous things to myself, uh, me getting rid of a lot of my past, a lot of things that were meaningful to me, I destroyed because I was miserable and I um, eventually lost, you know, ran out of medication because I didn't have health insurance anymore. So that was other thing. So anyway, a long story short, which is actually not short at all, because yeah, uh, the lesson, the, the mistakes that I made and the things, the less, the, the lesson I would want to impart on others is, um, you know, seek counseling, have a third party arbitrary, you know, so, somebody third, I don't even know the word I was thinking of, but have a third person, a third party, Look over things, and if you're not meant to, you know, I mean, if I was diagnosed with my depression earlier, I think I could have saved the marriage, because uh, I would have been more motivated, I would have been more, um, I, I would have, you know, accomplished more. Now, mind you, in my current state of life, I'm glad it didn't work out, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I didn't, I didn't want, I would rather not have also gone through all of the terrible stuff I've been through. But I also am very happy where I am now. So, like, you know, the cause and effect and all that stuff, right? But the thing is, you need to really... You can't let your... Like you said, don't let your emotions rule you. I let it. Uh, whether by choice or not. And it, it, it just deteriorated and pushed her further away. So, you know be reasonable. And I was, I was a reasonable at the end. <laughs> and, 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 you know, no, no, when you're dealing with a psychopath, <laughs> which I, I don't know if she was necessarily a psychopath, but I mean, in the end, maybe she was, she did some pretty gnarly, nasty things to me, uh, post breakup and post divorce. Well, not post divorce, but post breakup, post separation before the divorce, but before the divorce was finalized, like she was pretty nasty. I mean, I think she wanted me to end my own life. I think that was the push. Um, it was very close. So, 
uh, at least the way she treated me. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, that's the hard lesson. That's the lesson is, uh, seek help when you can uh, seek help as quickly as you can. If anything, just so again, that you, even if it doesn't save the marriage, at least you have someone who can kind of see how you're acting, see how you're doing and be like, wait a minute, you're suffering from clinical depression. You should probably get some help, (laughs) you know, and get the appropriate help that you need as opposed to like, oh, uh, we can fix this. We're totally too emotionally, uh, messed up human beings, blah, 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 you know, like, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, it's pretty tough. Um, all right. Um, uh, what was the other one? Um, yeah, you know, uh, uh, maturity, I don't know what maturity is. Maturity maturity is is overrated. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what a maturity is. I'm not, I don't think I'm mature, so I don't know what it is. Um, who are my favorite comedians? Oh man, I just recently found one. I forget his name. I need to look. I gotta. Hopefully, he. Let's see if he's in my my YouTube findings. I just recently found him. He's pretty funny. Uh, but like, I, I like I like old John Mulaney. Um, I like Frank Caliendo. Um, I like. Uh, oh my god! I can't find this. Oh, uh, th- this guy would probably rub people the wrong way, but I find his humor. You know, it's humorous. Neil Cole. Kolhatkar, Neil N E E L, Kolhatkar, K O L H A T K A R. Pretty. I, I thought he. You know, he has some funny bits on on the internets that I thought were funny. Um, he, he's a standard comedian, so yeah, he's all right. Uh, the guy who plays. Oh my god! No, I'm not going to use him because he's not actually that funny. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, like oh, oh God, who's the guy that goes? Um, oh, jeez. Oh man, he. Uh, a lot of the comedians I like are dead. <laughs> That's the problem. Like you know, a lot of the comedians I enjoy are, are are dead, and I can't. There's there's a couple of them I can't think of their names right now. So if I come up with them later on, I should have been prepared. But I just you know their their names are just slipping from my head right now because they are. Um, Sadly passed away, but I would never do a st- no. I, I don't think I'd ever do a, a, a an open mic. Um, I have no intent, even though I've been told again by several people uh, over the years to do stand up. No, I just I don't I don't have the guts for that. My my anxiety would be so high over over my head, I would just fall apart. Um, as for disappearance removing necessary, I'm not really sure what you mean by that, or it can be throttled or shadow banned. I'm guessing you mean Twitter. Um, who knows? Twitter's a weird place, too. I don't get it. And uh, lastly, um, yeah, no, we got, yeah, I, 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 I uh, unfortunately, our, my significant other will not be able to attend most of our breaking bread. It'll just have to be myself and you and your, and your wife. <laughs> Sorry, because <laughs> she's in a whole other country. So she, you know, it's 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 very difficult for uh, to to coordinate that, especially since uh, often we have, you know, um, mostly just time for if we any time we spend together. We, I mean, no offense to anyone who would like to spend time with the two of us, but we try to just we just wanted. Well, yeah, we kind of just wanted to be the two of us because <laughs> we don't get to be together very often. So yeah. 
Sorry, but uh, I'm more than happy. I'm I'm ready to go out again. So uh, I'm more. Than, I know I'm supposed to do a thing with you guys soon. This is all. I don't know why I'm talking about it. This is all stuff that the, the list other listeners don't even give a shh about. So I'm gonna leave it at that. So anyway. Um, so there you go. I hope I answered all your questions. If I didn't, write how, please uh, punch me in the face and tell me to and, and, and have me answer more questions because I do enjoy that. Anyway, I knew I, I, I this is why I knew I'd never make a good counselor. Um, I was planning on being a marriage and family counselor at some point in my life. Um, and then I just realized like, I don't have that disposition uh, as you could tell here, because I'm a pupil pleaser. I am a person who likes to make sure other people are good and I'm trying very hard to kind of break away from that. As you can tell, right? I'm trying very hard to not just be like, oh, yeah, let's make everyone happy. No, no, no. no. I, you know, sometimes you have to call people out for what they're doing, right? And I try to. I'm being a little bit more assertive like that. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just being, hopefully, um, constructively criticizing. Is it working? Hell no. <laughs> uh, am I going to keep trying? Hopefully with the, uh, the patience of the friends and loved ones around me. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you made it this far, you deserve a medal. <laughs> SincereSarcasm.net is the website. You can leave a comment there under the episode. Getting close to 100. I should, I should do something for episode 100. I have no idea. Um, OFSshow at gmail.com. 347-450-4335. I haven't checked the voicemail recently. I probably should. Uh, so far, it's just been wrong numbers, which makes me sad, but that's okay. At least it's being used by somebody, right? At least somebody's using it to some degree. Uh, no new text messages. You can send a text if you'd like. Uh, but yeah, look at that. Just um, just random texts that mean absolutely nothing. And a bunch of voicemails um, that mean absolutely nothing. So, sadness. Sadness, sadness. Oh, some of them are long. Yeesh. Uh, but a lot of silence. A lot of weirdness. So, oh well. Uh, lastly, uh, at, aka the other guy on Twitter and Instagram, follow me. Um, I say stuff sometimes. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're not. Hopefully they are. Thanks everyone for listening. You guys are awesome. Um, just yeah. I, uh, I guess one shout out to my other shows, super Geek, super geeked up and Points of Interest podcast. Go check those out. At their respective websites, poypodcast.com, supergeekedup.com. You know, just check it out, I guess. All right, I'm done. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm tired. I, I Y'all are awesome. And please know, you do have a friend in me. You, I, I, I want to be your friend. I totally do. And I, I'll do my best to, to be your friend online. All right. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you all next time. Bye.